back, everybody. Welcome back. It's the second episode of the Mixed Feelings Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Dio Diamond. And I'm your co-host, Rebecca Rose. And we have a very special guest today. Um, this is Belle Shea, a.k.a. V-Sex Fury. Um, she's a psychotherapist. Yeah. Um, you, what do you specialize in? I specialize in individual relationship and sex therapy. So okay. All the, awesome. All the juicy stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'll send it to you. Juicy That's knowledge, awesome. guys. Facts, <laughs> facts. We're about to drop a lot, of, a lot of knowledge today for free, so yes. I hope y'all stay tuned. But um, <laughs> So where did you, tell me, tell me where did you get the name, the, the nickname, the, the sex fairy? Like, how did you come up with that? Did somebody give you that name? Like, what was the whole, yeah. I guess, thing behind that? I, so... Somebody said yes, and I ran with it. One of my friends was like, oh, my God, you know, because it, it's kind of befitting. Like, it fits me. Yeah. Right? It's like, I like sparkly yeah. shit, and it's yeah. cute, and it's dainty, and it's, right, like, right, girly. Right. And then I talk about sex for a living. So it's yeah. just me sprinkling a little magic on, like, millennial sex and yes. relationships and, like, you know, mental health. Making it, like, appeal to millennials. Yeah. Um, that's kind of okay. Awesome, awesome. So tell me a little bit more about, like, you know, the day-to-day, like, people that you work with. Like, what is it What is it like just... Obviously, people have sex, people talk about sex, but you're actually, like, almost, what, training people about sex. Like, how is that, how is that yes. like? Okay, so yes and no. Cause so people think that sex therapy is something that is not, probably. So yeah. when I say... And I kind of... It's my fault because I feed into it sometimes. I'm kind of right. like... You know, when I meet people, it's like, oh, I'm a sex therapist. So they think, like, oh, like, you help people find the hole. Like, I get that. <laughs> all the time, right? Right. I right. teach people, like... And now I'm not going to say that I don't assist, not physically. <laughs> but I do kind of, like, you know, I coach for a better... Yeah, you know. of course. So... But, um, what did you ask me? So, like, what is that? I mean, what is it? What is it like? I'm sure you work with all different types of people, different oh, types yeah. of races, people from different types of backgrounds. Like, what is it? What is that kind of like? Okay. So, right now, well, okay, first, so let me say this. I'm a psychotherapist, but I'm a clinical mental health counselor first, right? Yeah. So, I work with, like, depression, anxiety, you know, all the regular mm-hmm. kind of, like, the most common mental health stuff. Right. But, um... I got into sex therapy. I already, like, I've known from the beginning that I wanted to do sex therapy. Right. Um, because that's the one thing we all have in common, right? And it's, like, the one thing that everybody tends to struggle with. And I think that well, not, representation... Not me, but... You know what? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into not that. Not me, Listen. but, you know. <laughs> okay. Oh, you know what? Because I got you guys, like, gifts. So oh, wow. I did get you gifts. Okay. I'm so, excited. we're going to see. <laughs> I'm excited. Yes, yeah, so I got you guys presents. But, so, I mean, I see... Like, everybody, like, um, what I see, the depression, anxiety, that sort of thing, right? Mm-hmm. And then I see people who, like, are interested in, like, alternative relationship styles. So I see, like, all the poly, all the kink, all, like, mm-hmm. that sort of thing, like, the LGBTQ community. Right. So those are people that come to me, and we kind of just, um, I mean, like, for me, I think communication is everything. Communication is, right. like, at the core of my practice, right? right? right so right, right. people always ask me, like, how do you, like, you teach people how to be in relationships, and you teach, like, you know? Right. And I mean, therapy is a little bit of psychoeducation, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I'm not teaching people how to be in relationships, but I'm teaching people how to communicate, how to ask for what they want, how to right. recognize how, like, their thoughts affect their behaviors and vice versa. Rather, like, their thoughts and feelings kind of affect the way that they move mm-hmm. and, right. like, navigate relationships and stuff like that. So, Helping, okay. giving them the skills to be Absolutely. Able to right. Yep, yep, so, yep. I give them the skill. Yep, I'm promoting longevity in okay. millennial relationships. <laughs> so, I give them the skills, right? right so, right. kind of help them... 
kind of navigate the world of relationships a little bit better because I think like for one, we're not born with empathy, right? Like right. we're not necessarily born with like effective communication and like all these different things. Like I see people like kind of they can do better. You know, right, I say right. that. They can do better. And I think that um like representation matters. And I think like when we are wanting to learn these different skills and wanting to like get better at this sort of thing, it's like who do we go to? Because right. when you Google it or, like, you're looking for people to, like, get this information from, yeah. who do you find, right? And it's, yeah. like, millennials don't have... I'm not going to say they're not many millennial counselors because there are. It's a lot of millennials out there, but, I mean, yeah. You don't know where to find them. You don't they know don't even know them. they exist a lot of Absolutely. time. Absolutely. You don't know they exist. And it's, like, the resources are there, but you have right. to do some digging. And I think I'm just on a mission to kind of, like, take away some of the stigma and kind of make right. it okay because people, people think that, like, sexual dysfunction and like all this different thing is like yeah. prevalent and like older adults, right, right? right 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 it starts as soon as you start right yeah. like so it's not just like out of the norm for us and i think right. that we need somebody who's like younger ish right like making it fun kind yeah. of making it it's still like informative like i'm still you know but i mean i make it a little fun a little vulgar yeah <laughs> you know never no, hurts <laughs> yeah. that is dope that is dope yeah. so have you noticed that like um even though you're talking with all these different people who might be either gay or they might be poly or might be monogamous, that it's the same things that they're kind of lacking in that you're coaching them on, even yes. though they're all, it's the same like kind of solid foundation, no matter what type of relationship. Mm-hmm. I think that the one thing about like relationships, like our problems, even outside of relationships, mm-hmm. our problems are pretty universal. Like right. everybody's kind of dealing with the same thing. Yeah. And um, so regardless as if you're LGBTQ or you're right. a poly or you believe in kink or whatever the case may be, yeah. you have anger in your Wait, relationship. What is, kink? what is kink? You, kink. you say that and it sounds, so, sounds kinky, but I'm like, what, what is that? Um, it's just like fetish shit. Like, you know, the, yeah, like the oh, alternate, okay. like BDSM, like that sort of thing. So people, is that like a foundation of a relationship? Like that's something yeah. you would define a relationship as? Mm-hmm. Because it's hard to find people who are really into what you're into. It's hard to find people who are, like, sexually compatible with you. And, like, right, right, right. And some of this stuff that people get kind of judged for. So it's easy to say, like, I identify as, like, you know, someone who's into king. And yeah. that kind of makes finding your partner a little bit easier because you get somebody else who's not going to be afraid when you start pulling out whips and chains. And <laughs> right. Do you have some stuff? stuff? Um, so I do have a lot of patients though that are kind of or clients that are not necessarily my mm-hmm. patients but um that yeah they are just yeah they like a little stuff that I probably so basically you've heard it you've heard it all I probably at this point so I've been practicing for a while. So I wasn't always in private practice. I'm very new to private practice. Right. So super new. But um, before that, I was an inpatient for a while. So mm-hmm. I would see like the deviant side of things, mm-hmm. right? So I have patients who like, or clients, well, then an inpatient was patients, but um, right. who believe in like bestiality and like all those sorts of things. So I had a client no, who... bestiality, like having sex with animals. <laughs> Specifically, <laughs> the horse. But y'all didn't hear that. <laughs> okay, I didn't see the horse. That's beyond and weird, that's... bro. But okay, okay, okay. You had a client who was into that. Yeah. What was like their? Because to me, like your your brain. <laughs> to, in my opinion, and this might oh, sound fucked up, but your brain can't be firing on 
all the right cylinders if you're really into having sex with horses. Don't judge. So what is like? I'm trying right. not to. I'm trying to take like a really <laughs> non-judgmental approach to people these days. But bro, animal sex. Yeah. So what was he like? What was I'm assuming it was a guy. Yes. It was okay. Him. So what was like? What was his, Wait, what was he like? Why? Why would we assume it's a guy? I was thinking but it was I a girl. Think, nah. No. I, you I know feel, what? Because if a girl was to do that, she probably would die. Because there's no humanly like. Anatomy would not let a woman have sex with a horse. Oh, I don't yeah, think. Bro, when I like, think about bestiality, it's I think mostly men that be on that shit. I do okay, have a weird client. Who? How? I'm confused. Where is it going? In your butt? No. Her dog. She used to let her dog like, and so she can't. She was really guilty about the whole thing. Like she was like really like, this is not right. I shouldn't be doing. Like she used to let her yes. dog. Like, I I saw once that <laughs> this girl put peanut butter on her vagina and let her dog. Lick it. Yeah. Was this like a video or a girl that she knew? No video. That's no. okay. I, so I'm trying to get into like so these are people. Like, these are our neighbors. Like you know right. what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. You would never know. Never. Okay. Hold so I'm, can we get back to how you how does no, it work the with guy, the horse? The guy <laughs> the is guy. like sticking his. But okay, but this is all my thing. Yes. yes. But like you know, horse horses. Horse. Are, they're huge, right? Like a horse is like huge. Yeah. So it's like I'm pretty sure you have like a step stool. Like. Oh my god. <laughs> like let me just. Sorry, uh, it's probably TMI. Oh, uh, my God. No. So, yeah. I, I want to get... I'm, I'm more interested. I'll say that. I'm, I'm that's animal abuse. It is it's animal abuse. And he did that's get in trouble for it. So, it's not like... This is not a... I'm not saying... Rate. Do not I go in your backyard. They can't consent. No, I... <laughs> They can't. They really can't. Really, really but, yeah, so... Speak. I'm not saying... I condone it. Do not go into your backyard. No. And play with your farm animals. No, 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 no. Okay, so your clients that are into that... I'm sorry. Are... I only had one, but that was why it stuck with me. Did you report it? Of course. Me? Is that no. like a crime? No, but I, I don't report. So the one okay. thing about, like, our company. Are you worst reporters? <laughs> I elevated a reporter, <laughs> but with children. Like, uh, okay. but with children. What's the, what's, the name of, what's the name of that show, How to Catch a Predator? You would have walked out the road and the police chasing his ass. <laughs> oh, Lord, I'm going to see Okay. Don't bring them. Right. The police horse, though. So no, I really want to. I'm interested in. I always try to understand people, even people that I would be like, I can never understand. What, what was like his mindset? Like, did you ask him like why he was attracted to animals? So he wasn't attracted to animals. He okay. was a virgin who had been being ridiculed his whole life. I, right? It sounds kind of. I, I get it though. But he had been being ridiculed, and one day that he had like a drunken night with his friends, mm-hmm. and I guess they were playing like truth or dare. I don't know. Whatever happened. So that happened. And then maybe, you know, he's a virgin. So it's like, damn, something is on my penis. So he liked he it. kept going back. And I mean, he wasn't having sex with girls. So, I mean, he was like, you know. So he. This is mind-blowing. Literally my. You think? I mean, anyone. I mean, well, anybody can. Like, you know, there's somebody for everybody. So somebody can. I mean, you know. But Wow. That's crazy to me. Yeah. So is that like by far the craziest situation? Probably. Only like, because I'm like. Like that's kind of. And that was your only one, only person. Only one. Okay, yeah. okay. I thought it was just niggas out here just having sex with. Animals. No, it is. Well, but that was my only one. Okay. Okay. Oh, but the girl. Yeah, I forgot about the girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh, two. Wow. But yeah. And what did she do? She did the the dog thing. with the yeah, and she felt really like guilty about like I mean it was her it was a dog. Why did yeah. she did she say what made her want to do that? I can't remember. It was just her being horny. I don't know. It yeah. was just like it happened one day, and then it's like this is the thing. And like I'm not condoning any kind of deviant behavior. I'm tell you, I'm gonna say that. Right. But if we close, like if we turn off all the lights, right? Mm-hmm. 
and somebody stimulates our genitals or something stimulates our genitals and we don't know what it is it's gonna feel good right because you don't i mean you don't know but right. right you know so it happened and it I felt mean, good and you know what a dog tongue feel like versus human <laughs> <laughs> but that's <laughs> Dog, hey, a dog can make way oh faster than a dog can. This is getting so dumb. <laughs> a dog can really <laughs> This is getting like, I let you watch my puppy and this is how you treat my dog. Oh, hell no. Nah. You was licking peanut butter off the goose. Shut up. Cut. Never Don't again. Your pets I'm, I'm, asking, I'm calling oh the police. That's, that's the first thing I'm doing. I'm going to call the police. And have you arrested because, bro, what? You ripped my animal. <laughs> dog don't even know what he's doing. He's just licking peanut butter. Ooh, but, you know, people have their issues. And, I mean, I walk them, I walk them through it. Okay. That's dope. You have to be very non-judgmental. That, so, my entire training was focused on me being, like, non-judgmental. I had to become aware of the things that would, like, my own triggers, right? right. Because anybody can sit in front of you. People don't typically go to therapy when they're having a good day, right? Yeah, like, something right, right, is, right. like, they try to fix it themselves at this point. They probably are, like, drinking or doing something to mask whatever it is that they're going through, right? Right. And so, by the time they get to you, it's like, okay, I've tried everything else. I'm desperate at this point, right. and I need you to help me with something. So, it's like, hmm. I mean, it's tough, but... Oh, I'll walk do it. That's crazy. That's <laughs> yeah. crazy. So we had a conversation the other day, mm -hmm. us three, and um, we were talking about like you know polyamory and, and things of that nature. And you know, you brought up a point that contrary to popular belief, there's a lot more like poly people that that are out there are poly relationships. Can you tell a little bit more about like about that and you know what you? I'm sure you've had a lot more clients that are poly than like who practice bestiality and stuff like that. So. <laughs> You talk a little bit more about poly and, and the and misconceptions because right. I know there's a lot of misconceptions there when it comes to polyamory. So yeah, it actually means yeah. yeah. So okay, it's funny because after we had that conversation, right? Mm -hmm. So that was what Saturday. Yeah, last Saturday. By Tuesday, I had four new patient requests, uh -huh. and three of the four were in a poly relationships. So I was uh, like, oh, okay. But so I thought about it. Like there really are though, like a whole entire community of like people who believe in polyamory. Right. And so I keep saying that. So polyamory, like you know, it's basically more than one like poly is you know more than one love that's really right. what it means right yeah. and um so it's just people who believe in having kind of like the open relationship sort of yeah. so, well honestly i can't say this because granted it's non-conventional but so many people like because it is kind of like you get to make your own rules right. so i can't necessarily say like what it is and what it isn't right. because it's whatever you want it to be it's however you but so there are a couple different like basic structures and there's like the triage with like four people and there's like they call it like a V where it's like, you know, like a V. So one person is like the pivot and like that person is dating these people mm. and then they have like where everybody's like dating everybody. So it's mm. it, it kind of just depends. Right. Yeah, it kind of just depends. Okay. But it's just, you know. So, so what are some of the like the, the common misconceptions about about poly uh, relationships that, that you see and that... You know, that you can, like, I guess, kind of clear the air on. Um, there's a difference between identifying as poly and being a cheater. <laughs> like, it's so a difference. Right. Hello? It's a difference. <laughs> right. Like, you just having multiple bitches is not, does not make you poly. Right. It just means that you're just out here in the streets, and we don't <laughs> need that, right? But, um, I think, for one, I feel like, 
polyamorous relationships have more structure than monogamous relationships. Like, yeah. we get into wow. this relationship and it's just like, okay, you and I are together. Right. And a lot of times, especially millennials, we don't discuss, like, the boundaries. We don't discuss the rules. We don't discuss, like, like you know, the arguments where it's like, what is cheating? Like, yeah. if you text somebody, is that cheating? If you do this, that's cheating or whatever the case may be, right? Right. But I feel like in poly relationships, all that stuff is discussed. But it's like mm. when you identify as that and you meet somebody else who identifies as that, because it's kind of hard, like... So those out of those four clients I was telling you about, uh-huh. a couple of them, um, well, like one person identifies as poly and the other one doesn't, and so mm-hmm. it's becoming an issue because right. I can like I'm an I'm not poly by any means. I am monogamous, like you know, right. um, I believe in like yeah monogamy, but I can date a man who has who believes in polyamory. Now does that mean that like whoever's polyamorous? Is I mean you can be poly and single. You can be poly and only day one. You can be poly and be in a monogamous relationship and be fine with that. And right, I think right. that's a huge misconception. People feel like okay, if you believe in polyamory, you're always going to be with multiple people. And it's right, like right, I mean right. I believe that you should like you can have multiple loves. Like you can be in love with more than one person, but you can still be in a like in a monogamous. Yeah, you can be single. You can be like you can. It's whatever you you know you kind of. To me, but I think that's something that you have to discuss within the relationship, and I think that's something that we don't discuss. We, as in us, we, as in younger people, (laughs) yes, we, as in younger people, like millennial people. It's just, I feel like we've taken, especially now. Because we got the apps where it's like they ask these little like questions. It's like, mm-hmm. well, you read my profile, you know enough about me. Right, and, right, right. you know, but I feel like we kind of skip that stuff. Right. Like we yeah. skip like we don't ask the hard questions and so you end up in like a situation where it's like an entanglement. I'm in this. <laughs> and it's like I'm in this now, right? right? And so it's hard to get out of that. And I yeah. think that like if you you know, kind of date within what you believe in, or at least if you if someone tells you that and they tell you up front like they should, like they shouldn't wait six months and then tell you like, oh, you know, yeah. I believe in polyamory. You find out the hard way when somebody's inviting somebody else into your relationship. Mm-hmm. If you had those conversations at the beginning, right, you can avoid a lot of heartache. Yeah, because originally I thought I was thinking when I thought like, of polyamory is like y'all, y'all just out here doing what the fuck you want. <laughs> like I'm gonna sleep with this nigga today. I'm gonna sleep with this girl today. But when we talked about it, you said there's it's a lot more it's a lot more yeah, structure and a lot more boundaries. Like sometimes it's like, well, you can you can have sex with this person today, but next week, nah, you can't do that. Like, or it's maybe not even so cut and dry, but just right. like you know, within this relationship, we can have sex with other people together, mm-hmm. but you cannot have sex with other people without me, without right? Me. Okay, and so that's like a thing. So I think also another thing is like people feel like people who are polyamorous. They don't get jealous. Like there's no anger in their and they right. still like they still experience these same emotions. Right. Because, you know, if you step outside of right, you're human. And if you step yeah. outside of the boundaries that we set forth for this relationship, you're cheating. Because people right. feel like if you're a polyamorous, then the first thing is cheating, yeah, right? right? But you right, can right. cheat. So it's like you know, you gotta have those you gotta have those boundaries. You gotta be able to talk about it and have like that kind of Should you find that um more of the people that are polyamorous are women or men? It's pretty equal. It is pretty equal. It's equal. Yeah, it's pretty equal. I think there are a lot of women who believe in polyamory because in a lot of the relationships that I've seen, like, both parties believe in polyamory. And there are some people who feel like you shouldn't be confined to just one person for the rest of your life. Or, like, I'm opening my mind, my heart, my body, everything into or for whomever, you know, I happen to fall in love with or whatever the case may be. So, I think it's not just love and relationships. It's sex. I mean, like, swingers and, like, you know, it's a lot of different things. So, to piggyback off that, you think that there are a lot of women who probably are poly but don't want to come out as because it's not as accepted for 
a woman as opposed to like a man? I feel like it's accepted within the community. Right. Like, so if you are a poly, you you know how like LGBT people kind of like flock together in a way, and like right, like right, jocks right, flock right. together, and like you know cheerleaders flock together. Yeah. I think it's the same. I okay. think they like kind of tend to date within their community, but if they don't, that's how you get those situations where it's like I'm poly, my partner is not. Right. And it's now it's not working, and I feel like it's not working because a you didn't have you didn't know they was poly in the first place, yeah. and you got into it, and now you stuck in it, yeah. and you don't. Or like you know how like on Tinder and Bumble, like you'll see profiles that are like I'm looking for a unicorn, or I'm looking for. Have you heard? Are you familiar with like the unicorn thing? I haven't. Have you heard about the like unicorn thing? It's like people are like looking for a unicorn or whatever. Like and what, what somebody who's perfect, like? basically, or uh-uh. what? Like no. their third. It's like code for like I'm looking. We're looking for our third. Oh. We're a married couple. We're like looking oh. for like our whatever. And so that's kind of like terminology. Like, so if you get on like Tinder and you see, oh, unicorn, now you know. Like, so there are women who are open to being the unicorn, open to being the third, and then they're like, oh, wow. you know. So people believe in it. It's, it's not. I mean, it's still kind of taboo, but a lot of things are still like taboo. You right. know, like yeah. people are not coming out with a lot of stuff. So because it's not super widely accepted, but I mean. Is there? Because we have a couple of yeah. friends that are probably Absolutely. Are not yeah. comfortable right. saying it because mm-hmm. it's not. Or I mean, they, I yeah. think most niggas is poly in general, but they just don't want to tell you. No, no, I'm saying though, they have a poly mindset because they want to have sex with multiple people, but they don't want to actually establish it as a poly relationship because they don't want the woman to be doing the same thing. Exactly. Right. Right. That makes that's not polyamory. Right. It's not. Yeah, because polyamory is not possessive. Right. It's not greedy. It's just you know, it's it's like kind of free spirit. It's like a free spirited love. So mm. interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Um, you do therapy for couples yeah. and relationships. What are some of the issues? Um, sex, <laughs> sex therapy, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are some of the issues that you find that couples have when it comes to that? What time? Like every issue that you can think of, but I think the primary issue is people are really are not on the same page, like sexually. Like you'll get someone with like a higher sex drive, or you'll get someone who's like more interested in one thing, and like wants to try something that somebody is opposed to trying, and like um, or sometimes it just sucks. Yeah. So I mean, usually is it like the guy the problem, or or the the woman is the problem? It's always guys' problem. Oh, wow. <laughs> Of course, we we gonna take, we're gonna take the blame for everything. <laughs> but I mean, I, I do understand that because men can be men can be selfish, especially when it comes to sex. So I know it's like a lot of the time, either it's like once they get there, it's just like that's pretty much it for the night. It's it's a wrap, Sally. But that's obviously not fair to to the woman. So how do you? Is that more of like um, a a deep? rooted issue in that man or is it something that could be fixed on the surface um i don't think it's so much of a deep rooted issue i think it can be fixed on the surface Mm -hmm. like so for example um i know we spoke about like a little bit like i would say less than 90 percent of women actually come from like penetration like right that is just not happening for us so i think that if men or like people are just having sex and like there's no foreplay i think that's why women are so big on like foreplay like Mm -hmm. you know we need to start like foreplay starts just go for it listen i need to be warmed up okay like foreplay starts when you wake up in the morning so that can be like sexy text throughout the day it can be something Mm. that like like that's a good i've never even thought about that like building up the whole day until the night yeah and then because what ends up like what ends up happening is like you just like yeah foreplay starts when you wake up (laughs) when you wake up in the morning (laughs) But, so, I think that, honestly, like, so, what ends up happening is, men are always on go, well, 
we're gonna talk about that later. Because men are not always on go. Okay. But, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> but so typically, when men are ready, they're ready, right? And women don't work like that because, for one, this is something that probably men don't know. They're not really aware of. But like, if you try to have sex with a woman and she's not ready, mm-hmm. it can cause like vaginal tearing. Which caused like little bleeding, and which causes like yeast infections and VD, and like mm-hmm. all this other kind of bacteria, you know. Right. And that's because she wasn't ready. Like that lubrication is what glides the penis in, so that they're mm-hmm. not tearing. And like ultimately, if you get that kind of like some of these germs now are like, I mean, I know we're not going to talk about STDs, we're not going to get all into that. Right. But some of these germs can be detrimental to a woman. It can be detrimental to like their reproductive system. Like they might not be able. If, be able, I can't even speak English. They might not be able to have kids later, right? right? right so right. it's like this stuff is like super important. But wow. on the flip side of that, though, like it's important because honestly, like what am I here for? If you're not gonna make me ca- like, right. why am I here? Like, yeah. and then like guys are always like, oh, so did you come? Like, yeah, yeah. Bitch, to, the wrong, <laughs> to the wrong house. Because you can tell. Yeah. Oh yes, you can tell for sure. Yeah, they tell. some they just don't put as much effort or time. Yeah, yeah. that's time, what it is. Time, time and effort. They yeah. give up too time, soon. Time and effort. <laughs> yes, it's definitely time because I think women take probably about twenty minutes, right, to orgasm, yeah. whereas men can come in like five mm-hmm. minutes, and it's like. But if you start early, like if you start like you know, mm-hmm. so this reminds me. So I have this toy, right, mm-hmm. and um, it's called like the Moxie. And it's by We Vibe. I sell it on my site. I'm like a third party like seller of it. Mm-hmm. And you can hook it up to your phone. So for guys who are lazy and don't want to do foreplay and want mm-hmm. don't want to be ready, you can. It's like Bluetooth operable. You mm-hmm. hook it up to your phone. The guy like is there's an app. You can like move it with your finger and like control oh, like the vibes. Yeah. yeah. So that's like what you the women put the women the wear. Yep. Mm-hmm. You wear it and the guy can like control it and you can do it from your house. You can do it from China. You can do it from wherever <laughs> you want to. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, but, right. Wow. Right. <laughs> because like yeah, you have to. I think that's the issue. Like men, it does take time, and then I think men just. It's like when you are not in a relationship, and I'll say it like that, like a lot of people, especially mm-hmm. our age, like when we're not in a relationship, we're not really caying about, like we're selfish, I don't really care about your needs, um, right, right, like, you right. know, so you just go into sex, like, I'm just here to get so, mine, like, yeah, you know, right, yeah. and then so, because women always get, like, the short end of the stick, because we, like, we don't come from that, it's just like, we don't ever get to come, so. right. I mean, and I think that's just, even in relationships, too, it's sad, but men, yeah. it's very few men that I've talked to who actually take pleasure in pleasing women oh yeah you know what i'm saying right and those men are heaven sent exactly there are men out there that literally they don't want anything they until they can satisfy you exactly and then to me that's what that's what that's the most enjoyable (laughs) part of sex because if you can make a girl feel a way that most other men can't then you have an advantage over most other men in a very important area so that's that's the way i look at it like i love eating cookies you feel what I'm saying? Like cookies. I love cookies. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, but some most men, unfortunately, are they're not like that. They're just like, I'm get this nut. Yeah, I'm they out. don't know so, what they're doing. Let me ask you all the time. Would you date a man who told you that he did not eat cookies? No, no, not at all. No, not eat cookies. Yeah. I, I, I no. dated. I dated a girl. I, no, I did date a girl. I talked to a girl <laughs> okay. who said she does not 
you know, uh, lucky duckies. That's what I call it. Lucky duckies. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. Lucky. <laughs> Wait. Wait. <laughs> I, 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 I thought I was going there at first. I was just gonna say it, but then I was like, <laughs> then I thought about it. I was like, mm, nah. Yeah. So uh, she don't give. Let's say just she don't like to give top, or she doesn't give top okay. only on birthdays and uh, December twenty fifth. I was like <laughs> December twenty fifth. I was like first of, of all, first of all, I'm, <laughs> the Lord's day. I'm uh, Jesus birthday. You know what I'm saying? Like that 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 doesn't work for me. But I mean, I don't know. I, I've never really met guys who said they don't give head before. Oh, I have. I have. I the same. We date, we didn't date. We talked. And okay. it never went any further because no, mm -hmm. that, I feel like that's childish almost. Like, yeah, very childish. Very Because I'm going to please you, like, right. and if you can please me, that's gonna make me want to please yeah. you even more. Right. Yeah. Okay. So what about like? Because uh, I had this conversation the other day, and so what about like? Um, if it's not cookies, it's groceries. Like, what about eating groceries? Like <laughs> behind behind the scenes. What's wrong with that? I mean, we said what's wrong with it. Yeah. Um, hmm. uh, I don't like it. I don't. Why? You don't like your your grocery date? <laughs> or you no, don't like don't, your don't, groceries? Either one. <laughs> like, leave my groceries. Your groceries, your groceries, my groceries, my groceries. Oh, like, you know what I mean? We don't need to be eating each other's groceries at all. Like, it's just, uh, that's that's <laughs> off limits for me. But is would it? you date a guy who's like that? What? They said it was off limits? Yeah. Let me tell you, this is probably TMI, but I'm going to tell it, you know, a little mm -hmm. personal disclosure. Right? Okay, so I lost my virginity at 18, right? Uh -huh. I was in college, lost my virginity. Yeah. The guy I lost my virginity to did, every, when I say everything, so when I had oh, sex after that. How old was he? He was probably like 26 or 26 or something. I was like, eight, I know, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> but, right, so, but he did everything, right? Uh -huh. So when I had sex with somebody else after that, I was like, you you forgot something. Like, <laughs> what is this? And so it's like so, so now. Were you like in love with this guy? I was. I, it was her. Friend. I can imagine a twenty six year old man eating an eighteen year old <laughs> girl's groceries. She's gonna fall. He, she said gonna, no. Oh, you you weren't in love with him. I ain't been a man. I'm just kidding. I knew him, but okay. no. So you just fought like okay, this was a party. But this she is what was, people. Yeah, do. this is what people do. It's not. Was it sexually satisfying? Like, yeah, it was like, I was like, what? I mean, granted, I didn't have anything to compare it to. Right. But, I mean, hmm. yeah. But now, like, now being this age, knowing what I know now and, like, comparing now, it's like, oh, absolutely not. Like, oh, no. Like, men are just out here just worried about their own little wee-wees and that's it. Because, yeah. and it's like, women don't come from that. So, it's like, you have right. to do something else. And I get, like, like I said, like, you don't really care about female satisfaction. It doesn't matter. You get your nut and going about your business. But, right. I mean... Just know yes. that we're not satisfied. I'm not interested. <laughs> so, yeah. are you into eating groceries? Yes, and me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, well. that, that's where that's where the buck stops because <laughs> they always want their groceries ate, but they ain't trying to eat nobody else's groceries. I ain't gonna groceries. lie, I don't want to eat anyone's groceries. Okay. So, so how, I you mind, your, how you expect? I don't require it though. Okay, you're required. 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 I would, <laughs> but you get. Uh, no, I didn't. I, I literally didn't answer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm so what's your answer? Huh? What's your answer? To what? To the question about do you <laughs> would you eat groceries? I slipped. You slipped. I slipped. Okay, let me tell you. I draw the line at Dookie, and people don't have the best hygiene, so this is why. That's my concern. That's my concern. Right. Like, so I'm not just out here like 
fucking niggas and eating groceries. Right. right. However, I was in a relationship for a very mm. long time. Mm. It was a whole nine months. <laughs> but <laughs> now okay, that's a long time. It's a long time, okay. That means but, days, yeah. So I mean <laughs> so obviously she's not trying to divulge any more information but I mean I'll say this like I would never I'm a never say never type of guy right so but that in particular is just like I'm not like it's just it's a hygiene thing for me you know Yeah. like there's doo doo that comes out of that but there are solutions side. So, there are solutions, because, mm-hmm. I mean, you can always, like, do an enema if you're, like, that big into enema. What's that? An enema? Mm-hmm. It's, like, the little thing that, like, shoots water and, like, you out. Shoots water in your butt? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, like, flushes you out. It's, it what? literally does. It, yeah, it does. does. It's a do cleanses. It shoots stuff. water up your butt yeah. and then, and then it, it cleans it out your butt. flushes you out, yeah. It's like a... That's crazy. Like, like, where do you get this? this? You can get this at, like, uh, CVS. Oh, CVS? I was little. Oh, yeah, it's a... It's a self, like a yeah, it's not a sex toy. It's like a you can no. I'm saying like this is something up. you just do by yourself. Yeah, I mean, unless you into that kind of, and you want somebody else to do it. No, I'm not. I thought you had to go to like a doctor I saw, or something. No, you get a housewife. She did it, and the she <laughs> has to get her husband <laughs> the piece cuts. She's like, I need help. <laughs> oh Come God. help me get it out. See, if yeah, you have to go through all that, like, but is it really, is it really necessary? That night, she was gonna give her husband booty. But now it's also not necessary. I mean, like. For me, it's a hygiene thing, but okay, so this is the thing. Like, I feel like if you're in a relationship with someone, like for me, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to speak for myself, I can't speak for anybody else. Mm-hmm. If I'm in a relationship with someone, nothing on them is gross. You know what I mean? Like, imagine being with someone and you guys can have sex, but it's like, don't touch my feet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so nothing mm-hmm. on you is gross. Like, except your butt hole. Except your butt you're giving head or... Like, literally everything else on is the cool walls, except you're your You're like butthole. right there anyways. Yeah. So you might as well. Yeah, I think it's something I would have to like make a, a very like big adjustment to, like you know what I'm saying, like just really try to yeah. shift my mind to be able to be okay with something. Like but then, that. like a lot of people, t- like I mean, yeah, you can do an animal, but you think everybody out here who's having anal sex is using like animals? Anybody no. doing that shit? I mean, people are. I guess not. I'm not doing that shit. Uh, the to me another thing that's weird about a guy wanting it is the position that they have to get into because oh. there's only so many positions that a guy can get into to have his groceries <laughs> ate right. and they're just like really questionable questionable very uh, vulnerable positions very vulnerable. but at this point on all fours but, 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 but at that if like, you're but to, to me if, if I'm eating like your it. butt then I might as well get into those vulnerable positions and get my butt ate too because I'm doing it. You feel what I'm saying? Like, and apparently it feels good. That's what I... So, so have you talked bro- to guys who, like, having their, their, oh, their groceries eat? Oh, absolutely. Yes. And they said they actually like the sensation. Yeah, because you don't have any nerve endings that, like, around your butt. Mm-hmm. Like, it's thousand. Like, mm. that shit feels good. We'll get back to this. <laughs> <laughs> Dio's like, I might have to rethink this one. <laughs> I know. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned, right? That's so funny. <laughs> okay, so let's 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 shift back a little bit. We're, we're still going to talk a little bit about sex, but let's shift back to like, relationship. Right, I'm going to start to sweat. Three, two, one. Okay, we're back. We're back. So, um, you do therapy for couples yeah. and relationships. What are some of the issues? Um, sex, <laughs> sex therapy, right? Yeah. Uh, what are some of the issues that you find that couples have when it comes to that? A ton. A ton. Like every issue that you can think of. But I think the primary issue 
is people are really are not on the same page like sexually like you'll get someone with like a higher sex drive or you'll get someone who's like more interested in one thing or like wants to try something that somebody is opposed to trying and like um or sometimes it just sucks yeah so i mean usually is it like the guy is the problem or or the the woman is the problem it's always guys problem. Yeah. Oh, wow <laughs> of course we, we we're, gonna take, we're gonna take the blame for everything <laughs> but i mean I, I do understand that because men can be men can be selfish especially when it comes to sex so i know it's like a lot of the time either it's like once they get there it's just like that's pretty much it for the night it's, it's a wrap sally but that's obviously not fair to to the woman so how do you is that more of like um a a deep-rooted issue in that man, or is it something that can be fixed on the surface? Um, I don't think it's so much of a deep-rooted issue. I think it can be fixed on the surface. Mm-hmm. Like, so for example, um, I know we spoke about like a little bit. Like, I would say less than ninety percent of women actually come from like penetration. Like, right. that is just not happening for us. So yeah. I think that if men or like people are just having sex and like there's no foreplay, I think that's why women are so big on like foreplay. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we need to start. Like, foreplay starts... Or just go for it. Listen, I need up. to be warmed up, okay? Yeah, yeah. Like, foreplay starts when you wake up in the morning. So that can be, like, sexy text throughout the day. It can be something mm. that, like... like That's you know a good... That, I've never it even does. thought about that. Yeah, like, starts, building up yeah, the whole day until the night. Yeah. And then... Because what ends up... Like, what ends up happening is, like... I got you just, you like... Yeah. Foreplay <laughs> like, starts... When you wake up. <laughs> when you wake up in the morning. <laughs> But, so, I think that, honestly, like, so, what ends up happening is, men are always on go. Well, we're going to talk about that later, because men are not always on go. But, but, you know. (laughs) But, so, typically, when men are ready, they're ready, right? And women don't work like that, because, for one, this is something that probably men don't know, they're not really aware of, but, like, if you try to have sex with a woman and she's not ready, Mm -hmm. it can cause, like, vaginal tearing. Which Ooh. causes like little bleeding, and which causes like yeast infections and VD, and like mm-hmm. all this other kind of bacteria, you know. Right. And that's because she wasn't ready. Like that lubrication is what glides the penis in, so that they're mm-hmm. not tearing. And like ultimately, if you get that kind of like some of these germs now are like, I mean, I know we're not gonna talk about STDs, not gonna get all into that. Right. But some of these germs can be detrimental to a woman. It can be detrimental to like their reproductive system. Like they might not be able. To, be able, I can't even speak English today. They might not be able to have kids later, right? right? right so right. it's like, this stuff is like super important. But wow. on the flip side of that, though, like, it's important because honestly, like, what am I here for if you're not going to make me cut? Like, right. why am I here? Like, yeah. and then like guys are always like, oh, so did you come? Like, yeah, yeah. bitch, to the wrong, <laughs> to the wrong house. For sure, yeah, they just don't put as much effort or time, yeah, that's what it is. Time and effort, (laughs) yes, it's definitely time because I think women take probably about 20 minutes, right, to orgasm, whereas men can come in like five Mm -hmm. minutes. And it's like, but if you start early, like if you start, like you know, Mm -hmm. so this reminds me, so I have this toy, right, Mm -hmm. and um, it's called like the Moxie. And it's by WeVibe. I sell it on my site. I'm like a third-party like seller of it. Mm-hmm. And you can hook it up to your phone. So for guys who are lazy and don't want to do foreplay and want mm-hmm. don't want to be ready, you can. It's like Bluetooth operable. You mm-hmm. hook it up to your phone. The guy like is 
there's an app. You can like move it with your finger and like control oh, like the vibes. Yeah. yeah. So that's like it's how when you the women put the women wear it. Yep. You wear it and the guy can like control it and you can do it from your house. You can do it from China. You can do it from wherever <laughs> you want to. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, but, that right. Wild. Right. <laughs> because like yeah, you have to. I think that's the issue. Like men, it does take time, and then I think men just. It's like when you are not in a relationship, and I'll say it like that, like a lot of people, especially our age, like when we're not in a relationship, we're not really caring about, like we're selfish, I don't really care about your needs, so I don't, right, right, like right. you know, so you just go into sex, like I'm just here to get mine, like you know, right, yeah. and then so because women always get like the short end of the stick because we like, we don't come from that, it's just like we don't ever get to come, so. right. I mean, and I think that's just, even in it's relationships, sad. too, it's sad, but men, yeah. it's very few men that I've talked to who actually take pleasure in pleasing women. Oh, yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? Right. And yeah. those men are heaven sent. Exactly. The ones that do. There are men out there that literally, they don't want anything they until they can satisfy yeah. you. Exactly. And then... To like, me, okay. that's what, that's what, that's the most enjoyable <laughs> part of sex, because if you can make a girl feel a way that most other men can't, then you have an advantage over most other men in yeah. a very important area. So that's that's the way I look at it. Like, I love eating cookies. You feel <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, cookies. I love cookies. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, but some most men, unfortunately, are, they're not like that. They're just like, get in, get this nut. Yeah. And they don't know so, what they're doing. Let me ask you. All the time. Would you date a man who told you that he did not eat cookies? No. No, not at all. No, not eat cookies. Yeah. I've I, I no. dated, dated a girl. I, no, I did date a girl. I talked to a girl <laughs> okay. who said she does not, you know. Uh, lucky duckies. That's what I call it. Lucky duckies? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Lucky. <laughs> Wait. Wait. <laughs> I, 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 I thought I was cool with that at first. I was just going to say it, but then I was, I like, was like, then I thought about it. I was like, nah. Yeah. So uh, she don't give, let's say this, she don't like to give top, or she doesn't give top, only okay. on birthdays and uh, December 25th. I was like... <laughs> December 25th? I was like, first of, of all... Day. First of all... I'm, <laughs> this is the Lord's Day. I'm, <laughs> Jesus' birthday. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that, that doesn't work for me. But, I mean, I don't know. I, I've never really met guys who said they don't give head before. Oh, I have. I have. I the same. We, they, we didn't date. We talked. And okay. it never went any further. Because, no. Mm-hmm. That, I feel like that's... Childish, almost. Like, yeah, very childish. Very Because I'm going to please you, like. Right. And if you can please me, that's gonna make me want to please yeah. even more. Right. Okay. So what about like? Because uh, I had this conversation the other day, and so what about like? Um, if it's not cookies, it's groceries. Like, what about eating groceries? Like <laughs> behind, behind the scenes. What's wrong with that? I mean, we said what's wrong with it. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Uh, I don't like it. I don't. Why? You don't like your your grocery date, <laughs> or you no, don't like no, your groceries? Either one. Right? Like, <laughs> leave my groceries. Your groceries. Your groceries. My groceries. My groceries. Oh, like you feel me? We don't need to be eating each other groceries at all. Like it's just a uh, that's that's off limits <laughs> for me. But would you date a guy who's like that? What they said it was off limits. Yeah. Let me tell you. This is probably TMI, but I'm gonna tell it. You know, a little. Mm-hmm. Personal disclosure, right? Okay, so I lost my virginity at eighteen, right? Uh, I was in college, lost my virginity. Yeah. The guy I lost my virginity to did ev- when I say everything. So when I had oh, sex after that, how old was he? He was probably like twenty six or twenty seven, some shit. I was like, eight. I know we're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> but right, so but he did everything, right? Uh-huh. So when I had sex with somebody else after that, 
I was like, you you forgot something. <laughs> like, what is this? And so it's like, so, so now. Were you like in love with this guy? I was. I, it was her I can imagine a 26 year old man eating an 18 year old <laughs> girl's groceries. She's going to fall. He, she said no. Oh, you, you weren't in love with him. I'm just kidding. I knew him, but okay. no. So you just thought like, okay, this was a part of sex. This was, what people yeah, do. this is what people do. It's not. Was it sexually satisfying? Like, yeah, it was like I was like, well, I mean, granted, I didn't have anything to compare it to, right? But I mean, hmm. yeah. But now, like now, being this age, knowing what I know now, and like comparing now, it's like, oh, absolutely not. Like, oh no, like men are just out here just worried about their own little wee wees, and that's it because. Yeah. And it's like women don't come from that, so it's like you have right. to do something else. And I get like, like I said, like you don't really care about female satisfaction. It doesn't matter. You get your nut and going about your business. But right. I mean, just know yes. that we're not satisfied. <laughs> I'm not interested. So yeah. are you into eating groceries? Yes, and me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, well. that, that's where that's where the buck stops because <laughs> they always want their groceries ate. But they ain't trying to eat nobody else's groceries. I ain't gonna groceries. lie. I don't want to eat anyone's groceries. Okay. So, so how, do you mind, your, how do you expect I don't require it, though. <laughs> okay, I require it. I would require it. I would require it. But you did. Uh, no, I didn't, I didn't answer. I, I literally didn't answer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I So what's your answer? Huh? What's your answer? To what? To the question about do you eat groceries? <laughs> would you eat groceries? I slipped. You slipped. I slipped. Okay, let me tell you. I draw the line at Dookie. And people don't have the best hygiene. So this is why. That's my concern. That's my concern. Right. Like, so I'm not just out here, like, fucking niggas eating groceries. Right. right. However, I was in a relationship for a very long time. Mm. It was a whole nine months. <laughs> but. <laughs> okay, nine that's months. a long time. That's a long time. Okay. That means but, days, yeah. So, I mean. <laughs> so obviously she's not trying to divulge any more information but I mean I'll say this like I would never I'm a never say never type of guy right so but that in particular is just like I'm not like it's just it's a hygiene thing for me you know Yeah. like there's doo doo that comes out of that but there are solutions so there are solutions because mm-hmm. I mean you can always like do an enema if you're like that big into enema what's that an enema? Mm-hmm. It's like the little thing that like shoots water and like cleanses you out. Shoots water in your butt? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like flushes you out. It's, it what? literally does. <laughs> what? Yeah, it does. Yeah. So do cleanses. So it shoots water up your butt yeah. and then, and then it then cleans it out your butt. Flushes you out, yeah. It's like a. That's crazy. Like Where do you get this? this? You can get this at like. Uh, CBS. Oh, CBS? I was little. Oh, yeah, it's, a, it's a self. Like a yeah, it's not a sex toy. It's like a. You get no, a I'm saying like this is something you just do by yourself. Yeah, I mean, unless you into that kind of, and you want somebody else to do it. No, I'm not. I thought you had to go to like a doctor I saw, or something. No, you get I'm a like, this lady did it, and the she had her husband. <laughs> the piece cuts. She's like, I need help. <laughs> Come help me get it out. See, if you have to go through all that, like, but is it really, but is it really necessary? That night, she was gonna give her husband booty. But now it's also not necessary. I mean, like, for me, it's a hygiene thing. But okay, so this is the thing. Like, I feel like if you're in a relationship with someone. Like for me, oh, I'm, I'm gonna speak for myself. I can't speak for anybody else. If I'm in a relationship with someone, nothing on them is gross. You know what I mean? Like, imagine being with someone and you guys can have sex, but it's like, don't touch my feet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so nothing mm-hmm. on you is gross. Like, it's like your like, butthole, except but your butthole. Like, you're giving head or like literally everything else on is the cool walls, except you're your like butthole. right there, anyways. Yeah, so you might as well. Yeah, I think it's something I would have to like. <laughs> 
make a, a very like big adjustment to like you know what okay. I'm saying like just really try to yeah. shift my mind to be able to I, be okay with something like but that but then like a lot of people too, like I mean yeah you can do an animal but you think everybody out here who's having anal sex, anal sex is using like animal sex anybody's no. doing that shit I mean people are I guess not I'm not doing that shit uh, the, to me another thing that's weird about a, a guy wanting it is the position that they have to get into because oh. there's only so many positions that a guy can get into to have his groceries <laughs> ate right. and they're just like really questionable questionable very positions. Uh, vulnerable positions very vulnerable. But at this point, on all fours but, but, at this, your but, at that, if like, but to, to me if, if I'm like eating your butt then I might as well get into those vulnerable positions and get my butt ate too because I'm doing it. You feel what I'm saying? Like, and apparently it feels good. That's what I... So, so have you talked work? to guys who, like, having their... their oh, absolutely. Their yes. And they said they actually like the sensation. Yeah, because you don't have any nerve endings on, like, along your butt. Mm-hmm. Like, it's thousand. Like, that shit feels good. We'll get back to this. <laughs> <laughs> Dio's like, I might have to rethink this one. <laughs> I know. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned, all right? I guess my next question would be, do you think that, like, having sex very early and, like, the getting to know you or talking stage could potentially, like, ruin the foundation that's being built for that mm-hmm. potential relationship? I don't think so. You don't, I don't think, think so? Mm-mm. I don't think so because, I mean, if it's that early on, you guys literally have no idea if you want to be together in the first place. So, right. I mean, I don't think it ruins it. I don't think it messes it up in any way. I think that what messes it up is people have, like, expectations, mm-hmm. unknown expectations that they didn't let anybody know. I mean, like, if you go into a situation and it's like, oh my God, like, I've known her for two days and this is going to be my husband and it's like, you keep that a secret and yeah. then you, you guys have sex and it's like, okay, well, he goes to you. It's like, I mean, well, first of all, it's still early. Like, right. mm-hmm. I don't think it matters. So, oh, go ahead. Um, What I was going to ask is, in a relationship, so if you have sex early on, do you think that takes away from really knowing if you like someone? Because maybe, like, let's say the sex is really good. We, I met someone, and I had sex with them within the first week of meeting them, and the sex is really good. So I think I'm, I'm, I like this person, or that I have all these feelings, but really it's just sexual, and I'm not really getting to know the person because I'm blinded right. by, I'm... I get it. Yeah. Um, I still don't think it matters if you have sex early on. I think two consenting people having sex, like whenever they feel is ready, that's one thing. But I think it speaks to your character or to like your expectation for the relationship. What you do after that, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, if you have sex with somebody early on and then they ghost you afterwards, maybe they just want to sex. If you really know that now, then six months down the line, right? So I don't think it like messes up the foundation. I think that. People can allow it to mess up the foundation if they're not open and honest about their intentions. Right. But I mean, going into a situation and having sex and automatically, first of all, this is my thing with relationships and how people feel about like getting into relationships, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, I think we get so wrapped up in like this intention thing and like, okay, if you take me out here, or if we do this, that means we're going to be in a relationship. But I can say that I want a relationship, like right now, I want a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Right. In no way does that put you in the equation. 
You know what I mean? Like, just right. because I say I'm looking for a relationship doesn't mean I want that shit with you. With you. Right. And even if I say I just want sex and I'm just wanting to hook up, that doesn't mean that later on I'll be like, damn, this person is everything that I want. I want to be in a relationship with them. And I think sex only complicates that when you go into something with, like, these, like, like intentions or, like, expectations that right. are, like, like, not about to be met. So, and especially if you don't communicate that. So. Yeah. I think you just really need to talk about that. <clears throat> so I don't know. I would say that I disagree with part of it because the way I look at it is like you could have, let's say you're you're talking to a girl, right? And maybe you've been on a, a date or two and then you have sex with her and the sex is terrible, right? It's like, oh my God, that was terrible. And then I don't know. I feel like for most men, they experience that. And because they're not really like emotionally involved with her yet or emotionally attached to her yet, it's a lot easier for you to break it off. Yeah. Whereas if you wait maybe two months and you guys have built that emotional connection or, or mental connection and you have sex and it's trash, you're more likely to be like, okay, well, sex is trash, but shoot, like we vibe together. We have a good time. Maybe you know, we we're interested the in the same thing. Yeah. Maybe we can fix it. So my, from my point of view, like, I feel like in those particular cases, it could definitely affect it. Not to say that, you know, it's a mature approach to the situation, but let's, let's talk about reality. Like, the reality is most people don't have enough maturity to say, okay, well, the sex is bad, but let me see if there are other parts of the relationship that would make me enticed to be with the person. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, but sometimes people don't need enticing. Like, sometimes people just know, like, you know what? Like, this is somebody that I want to see again. And I'm like, I'm not going to go that far into the future. Like, this is somebody that I want to be with forever. Right. But this is somebody that I want to see again. And I want to continue to see them again until we maybe build something because I do like them mm-hmm. or I like them enough, right? But I don't think, like, sex, like, granted, yeah, if you have some more feelings behind it. But what if, okay, you have sex now, sex is trash, and you decide to stay with that person anyway, right? And then you right. learn they have, like, all these excellent characters. Like, oh, they're funny and, like, they're mm-hmm. compassionate and all this other stuff. Right. And the sex don't get better. Now you're in a relationship with bad sex. Right. So then, I mean, like, now you're cheating. And now you're cheating. And now you're poly and she was monogamous. Right, 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 right. right. So, I mean, it's just, I think that, you know, it depends on what what works for you. Because I'm like, there are people who have sex, like, day one within the first hour and, like, get married. And there are people who wait six months to have sex and it's like, he leaves, like, the next day. Right. Or she leaves the next day or whatever. Yeah. So, Tario, let me ask you this. Do you, as a man, Mm -hmm. if a, a, girl that you're dating has sex with you early on yeah. versus waiting mm-hmm. do you look at her differently that's a great question um i think it depends it really depends it really depends on how much you like her if you really like her i'm telling you what how this is how men are i don't know why but this is how that's it is how if you really Can like her mind? you have you might think like man i got that kind of easy but you won't let it bother you but if you're not too sure about her you're probably going to be like, oh, shit, yeah. she gave it up like that. Like, you know, that was a little too easy. And, that, and that's just how it is. It really depends on, not to say that you would just cut her off because of that, but it's like, here's the, this is, let me, let me tell you how women, how men look at it. Men look at women as seeing their, their, um, you know, their goodies as like a prized possession. So they look at women as seeing it as like guarding it at all costs, even though all women are not necessarily like that, but that's what men perceive women to be. So it's like, you gave it up that easy to me. It's like, damn, do you really even value yourself? Or maybe I just like you that much. Like, why? And that's what it, and, and, and a lot of times that's what it is. Niggas don't even give themselves enough credit. But I'm saying what what men think about. That's what that's sort of going through their mind. Like, damn, she just gave it up. Who else is she giving it up this easy to? Because you don't, you don't Other know. that I like this much. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but at the same time, that's you. But another girl, it could be the fact that she's just easy. But what makes you know what her I'm easy saying? because she wants to have, like, 
men can want to have sex and right. nobody I'm not sitting here like damn this nigga fuck me in the first hour goddamn he's right. busy let me move on to the next nigga I'm never saying that right. so it's like it's not fair I mean I get to hold double standard I will say right. this though like if a guy like is ready to like eat me out <laughs> right away yeah. like I'm like mm, he's he, he'll eat out anyone like, <laughs> I, know, like, I, will, like I think that, I thought that I'm like I've been everywhere like, yeah. like I thought that cause it's my like, damn like I've known you for 25 minutes right or if right. you yeah. have unprotected sex now so that is like, yeah. On, like yeah so, yeah, I so it, it's, it's, a, it's a certain per- perception that yeah. comes along with doing sexual activities really early especially certain sexual activities really early which I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing, but it definitely exists. And I think, especially for men, you're not going to, I mean, that's something that you'll tell your homies like, yo, she let me head already. You'd be like, damn, it's been two weeks. And you're like, yeah, bro, I'm surprised too. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think, but not all guys. and I think in turn, women tend, even if they want to have sex early, they tend to push it. They tend to wait, wait because, because they, they, they don't want to give off that exactly. perception. And I hate that. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Because so it's like, I hate it. It's too. like, so I have to be horny for two weeks. <laughs> I, I'm a sexual being. I have, right. to, I have to be horny for two weeks and because this nigga right. might, right. He might think home. I'm easy. He right. might think, but it's like, if you don't keep like you don't know me, like just right. because I have like I meet you today and have sex, I've been celibate all year. You didn't know that. Right. But, like your perception is just like, oh well, she gave it up to me. It, yeah. It's like it shouldn't be like that. It doesn't mean yeah. that. And you're right, like men don't give themselves enough credit because I just like you. Like yeah. and I'm not allowed to like you, I'm not allowed to show affection for you because you, on the other hand, might think I'm easy. And then right. when I do, it's like, okay, he's gonna walk away and leave me after I have sex with him because he thinks I'm easy. So now I'm not in a relationship. I don't have like my friend, I don't have my right. partner, I don't have much. And yeah. it's like all because, like, I had sex. So it's like, I think that's why women, too, mm-hmm. are not, like, in a position to, like, really express themselves sexually because it's like, okay, right. if I do this, I'm automatically judged. I'm going to be, let me tell you this. Even me being a sex therapist, right, mm-hmm. that turns a lot of men off. Like, of course. I can imagine. I'm not saying it, I'm not saying they're within their rights. I mean, they are within their rights, but I'm not saying it, it makes sense. But I can imagine that probably intimidates or turns off a lot of men. Mm-hmm. It does, but is it because they think that you know so much that they can't? Maybe. What do you think it is? I think it's because I talk about sex. Like I had a relationship in because his exact words were, "You talk about sex too much." Hmm. And mind you, this was probably one of the biggest like freaks I had ever met in my life. Wow! But it was just like you talk about sex, and he wasn't comfortable with me being able to talk about other people. And I'm like, representation matters, and I think a lot of people feel that way, and that's why we don't get what we need because people are feeling like this. And it's right, like, right, somebody right. has to do it. But it turns a lot of people off. And I feel like it's because, I don't know, like maybe people think I'm a whore, I'm a freak, I don't know, I talk about sex. But mm-hmm. even though it's right. from a clinical standpoint, sometimes. Exactly. It's your but, right. But yeah. I mean, it turns a lot of people off. And I don't think it's fair to have that sort of label because you are in tune with your sexual, I mean, we are all sexual. Everything that we do right. is motivated by sex. Yes. Men make a whole bunch of money because they feel like they're going to get more women to have more sex. Yeah. Women wear clothes or like they do their makeup, they do their hair, they do all these things because men are going to hit on them and they're nope, going to have sex. Nope, that's not what y'all talk about. Y'all okay, be like, we do this for ourselves. I mean, yeah. I'm not doing this do for, for nobody else. No, it is for me. It's okay. for me to have sex. It's <laughs> for me. Like, it okay, is. But you, y'all try to act like the man is not even the man is not even part of the equation you're at not, all. My vagina is, is all about me. But you're... But it's a nigga that's gonna stimulate it, right? Because you, you don't need it, you don't need it, or whatever. It doesn't okay. matter. You don't need. An animal. <laughs> I mean, you don't need to dress up. You don't need to dress up and do all that just to to play with your toy. You know what I mean? I mean, you don't. But it, it actually, no. I will take that back. I'm gonna argue with that because uh-huh. 
when you look a certain like I always encourage people like first of all masturbation is healthy and you need to do it but it's like treat yourself the way that you want other people to treat you like right. dress up like put on perfume like smuggle do your hair do your makeup yeah. right like take yourself right. on a date like take yourself to dinner and like Take yourself home. I just don't like. I don't, I don't like how y'all be trying to act like it had nothing to do with it. Niggas be straight up honest with you. Niggas go to the mall and buy fresh outfits <laughs> so girls can think they look good. And I feel like women do the same they thing, do. but they don't want to admit it. But wait, no. well, for example, we work out. You, mm-hmm. I'm sure you do it for women, but you mostly do it for yourself. You know. I mean, but that's health. We're we're, we're talking about more sex so is like, health. No, I'm talking about more so like getting people to like me. Sex is a is a is a byproduct of getting somebody to, to like me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But there's other things too that come with that. But we're, as far as just like getting people to like me or notice me, like that's I mean, yes, it helps me like obviously both self esteem and stuff like that. But at the same time, it's still in part for that other person or for those other people to like you. Yes, and hopefully have sex with you. Maybe if you if, like them. If I yes, if I deem them worthy. <laughs> <laughs> I think some women do it for men. Some women, because I don't like when I wake up in the morning, I don't put on makeup because I'm like I for guys who are gonna see me. Yeah, right, I put right, on makeup because I I like the way it makes me look. Yeah, I'm talking about specifically in the sense of like where you're about to go out to like a club or to an event and or something nice. like that. You well, I don't want to dress like a bum. You do it for yourself. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying you don't do. I mm-hmm. understand that you do it for yourself, but there's also part of you that's doing it for, for other guys or right. you know, that's 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 women try to make it seem like oh no nah, I don't worry about other niggas they man, I don't care how they would see me or that, 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 like, like surgery like but that and then I feel like people do care and you if you don't you should care how people there's nothing else out here but other people mm-hmm. and their opinions mm-hmm. and their perception of you right and depending on what you do for a living that can make or break you so right. you should care about what people think about you so when people say oh, you know, they do but right. you have to and if you don't then Okay. Right. That's something else. But yeah, I think there's a fine line between that and letting that run like your life. Because some people let what other people think or what other people's opinions like run their life, and yeah. I don't think that's healthy. It's not healthy. I'm not gonna argue with that because I don't think it's healthy. I don't right. think you like yeah, it shouldn't run your life. But right. It should be considered. Yeah. And there are a lot of people who don't consider who feel like I'm gonna be out here. I'm gonna do me. I'm gonna do what I want to do. And it, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. But at the end of the day, like you have to be concerned with other people's perception of you because presentation matters. Perception matters, right? And it's right. like it can make or break you at the end of the day. I mean, it's, yeah. I yeah. Well, I'm all down for having sex early on because <laughs> honestly, like if the sex is bad. I'm not going to want to talk to you again. So I'd rather know. Get it out the way. Like, yeah. Sooner than later. Because yeah. then once I start liking you, and then I hate bad sex, and I'm like, hmm. Yeah, like, damn, I got to lose this nice guy because he sucks. Like, mm. that shit sucks. Wow. Okay. So um, I want to kind of end on a, on a different note. I know we talked about, you know, a lot about sex and relationships, but you're not, you're not a one-trick pony. So you also, like, deal with mental health and stuff. Yeah. Okay. So, obviously, we talked about a little bit earlier, like, especially in the black community, mental health is not something that's really taken very seriously or even considered at yeah. all. There's a big um, stigma on it. Exactly. So, what is kind of, like, your, your experience with, you know, mental health and specifically in the black community? Like, do you have a lot of patients that come in who are black or most of your mental health patients, like, Caucasian, Asian, Hispanic, or... Everybody, so that's yeah. but I think like I think I do appeal to obviously like black millennial. Like I think right. that that population is what's drawn to me, and this right, could right, be like right. a ton of different things. It could be my person. It could be whatever. But I think it's the way you market yourself. Yeah, and that's kind of how I I try to appeal because right. we are the ones that need it the most because right. representation is for everybody else but us, right? Like 
everybody else is represented already. Right. But I think also, like, black people, like, for me, for example, I grew up in a super religious household. Like, my mom is a pastor, mm-hmm. and mental health is the devil, and mm-hmm. you need to pray, and it will go, like, that's, go right, away. that yeah. is, like, just, the de- like, no, absolutely that's not. That's very common. It's super for common. Black, black it's super common. So it's like, people feel like, okay, if something is wrong with me, like, I'm going to go to hell if I, like, if I talk about it. It's just all right. kind of, like, different things. And I think primarily it stems from, like, our religion. Right. Um, or at least that's been my experience with all of, like, my black, like, clients or whatever. But right. I think also uh, financial stats. Because I've heard, like, my mom say, like, depression is a, a rich man's disease. Like, only rich people have time to be depressed. Mm-hmm. Like, we have to get, pay our bills. We don't have time to be well, sad and depressed. And yeah. yeah, we have time to be depressed, and we are depressed. And, and we are. a lot of people think depression is like I can't get out of bed in the morning, or like I can't, like I don't brush my teeth, or I don't take showers, or like. And it does look like that. I'm not going to say it doesn't look like that. There are a lot of people who are depressed, and it literally like incapacitates them. Right, right. Yeah. So, um, but on the flip side of that, depression looks like getting up, going to work. You don't want to, but it look you have to you do these things. Right. And there are high functioning like just people like, who have, like, like depressive people symptoms. Who are, like, Alcoholics and they literally just sit around. Yeah, and you're and functioning. And there are people who are functioning alcoholics. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. So it's the same thing. Yeah. It's right. the same. So I mean, what would be like for people who necessarily can't like afford actual like somebody like you, right? Or you know maybe you know they, they don't know where to go. Like, what would you be? What would you say would be some some things that they could do to? I guess I don't know. Like, because I have some ideas as well, but I wanted to hear from you some things they could do to you know, keep track of their mental health and try to improve it as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you were saying something about that too, like when we talk about like resources and it being affordable mm-hmm. and things of that sort, right? So for starters, there are a lot of afford now therapy is not that affordable. I will say that. Right, it's not right, super right. affordable. Because I know like for me my session started like one fifty per session. Mm-hmm. But I know that I am trying to appeal to a certain population and I am trying to get more of us like, people will always say, you can ask any therapist. No therapist does it for the money because it ain't that much. Right? right, right. So, um, but there are so many different ways to bring people in. Like, for example, I'm on a sliding scale. So, I see people with all kind of household incomes and I work with you because my goal isn't so much to make money off of other people's problems, but to really make a difference and really get people, right, like, really, like, afford, like awarding people the opportunity to, like, improve their, like, mental well-being because that shit, it, why did I say that shit? Sorry, I didn't think it's fine. But, but yeah, so it really, like, it starts here, right? The way we think about things really impacts the, the way that we move and, like, navigate throughout our day, right? Right. And so I think that, well, for me, anyway, I'm offering sliding scale. And then there are so many other resources. Like, I know a lot of people don't know about, like, their, like, EAP programs, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there are therapists that you can, like get from like your insurance or like if you work for a company that offers the EAP program it's right. for it's an employee assistance program okay. and they offer like therapy they'll pay for like six sessions or something like that for free so you can go there and it's confidential nobody's gonna yeah. tell your employer like right. what you guys right. talk right. about right. that sort of thing you right? shoot up the place no literally there's a lot of a lot of corporate, <laughs> no, corporate companies uh, offer that I was actually talking to a girl yesterday and she was like she didn't want to go for, to go to work for two weeks, and she just she said I just started acting crazy and wait oh god yeah. but no but let me finish let me okay. finish she said she didn't want to go to work okay. for two weeks so she just started acting crazy and they put and she got into like she tapped into the EAP program but she was like she tapped into it because she didn't want to go to work but it actually really helped oh, her yes and she there like her eyes were really open after those you know so the issues that eight sessions so the issues yeah. that she had that she didn't even know she had yeah you know what I'm saying and that's the thing so a lot of people who find out about their EAP programs. 
are trying to get out of work. Right. Do not try to get your therapist in trouble by trying to get out of work. Yeah. Like, I get it. Something We do need a break. Do you think that, like, having sex very early and, like, the getting to know you or talking stage could potentially, like, ruin the foundation that's being built for that potential relationship? I don't think so. You don't, I don't think, think so? I don't think so because... I mean, if it's that early on, you guys literally have no idea if you want to be together in the first place. I right. mean, I don't think it ruins it. I don't think it messes it up in any way. I think that what messes it up is people have, like, expectations, mm-hmm. unknown expectations that they didn't let anybody know. I mean, like, if you go into a situation and it's like, oh, my God, like, I've known her for two days and this is going to be my husband. And it's like, you keep that a secret. And yeah. then you, you guys have sex. And it's like, okay, well, he goes to you. It's like, I mean, well, first of all, it's still early. Like, right. mm-hmm. I don't think it matters. So, oh, go ahead. Um, oh, you want me to go? No, whatever. <laughs> oh, okay. So, what I was going to ask is, in a relationship, so if you have sex early on, do you think that takes away from really knowing if you like someone? Because maybe, like, let's say the sex is really good. We, I met someone and I had sex with them within the first week of meeting them and the sex is really good so I think I'm, I'm I like this person or that I have all these feelings but really it's just sexual and I'm not really getting to know the person because I'm blinded right. by I'm stigmatized I get, or, right, 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 right. I get it yeah um or whatever <laughs> I still don't think it matters if you have sex early on I think two consenting people having sex like whenever they feel is ready that's one thing but I think it speaks to your character or to like your expectations for the relationship, what you do after that, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, if you have sex with somebody early on and then they ghost you afterwards, maybe they just wanted sex, and you really know that now, then six months down the line, right? So, right. I don't think it like messes up the foundation. I think that people can allow it to mess up the foundation if they're not open and honest about their intentions, right? But I mean, going into a situation and having sex and automatically, first of all, this is my thing with relationships and how people feel about like getting into relationships, right? Mm-hmm. It's like I think we get so wrapped up in like this intention thing and like, okay, if you take me out here, or if we do this, that means we're going to be in a relationship. But I can say that I want a relationship, like right now, I want a relationship, right? Right. In no way does that put you in the equation. You know what I mean? Like just right. because I say I'm looking for a relationship doesn't mean I want that shit with you. With you. Right. And even if I say I just want sex and I'm just wanting to hook up, that doesn't mean that later on I'll be like, damn, this person is everything that I want. I want to be in a relationship with them. And I think sex only complicates that when you go into something with like these like like intentions or like expectations that right. are like like not about to be mm-hmm. met. So and especially if you don't communicate that. So yeah. I think you just really need to talk about it. <clears throat> so I don't know. I would say that I disagree with part of it because the way I look at it is like you could have let's say you're you're talking to a girl, right? And maybe you've been on a, a date or two and then you have sex with her and the sex is terrible, right? It's like, oh my god, that was terrible. And then I don't know. I feel like for most men, they experience that. And because they're not really like emotionally involved with her yet or emotionally attached to her yet, it's a lot easier for you to break it off. Whereas if you wait maybe two months and you guys have built that emotional connection or or mental connection and you have sex in this trash, you're more likely to be like, okay, well, sex is trash, but shoot, like we vibe together. We have a good time. You know, we're interested in the same thing. Maybe we can fix it. So my from my point of view, like I feel like in those particular cases, it could definitely affect it. Not to say that you know it's a mature approach to the situation, but let's let's talk about reality. Like the reality is, most people don't have enough maturity to say, okay, well the sex is bad, but let me see if there are other parts of the relationship that would make me 
enticed to be with the person. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Sometimes people don't need enticing. Like, sometimes people just know, like, you know what? Like, this is somebody that I want to see again. And I'm, like, I'm not going to go that far into the future. Like, this is somebody that I want to be with forever. Right. But this is somebody that I want to see again. And I want to continue to see them again until we maybe build something. Because I do like them. Mm-hmm. Or I like them enough, right? But I don't think, like, sex, like, granted, yeah, if you have some more feelings behind it. But what if, okay, you have sex now. Sex is trash. And you decide to stay with that person anyway, right? And then you right. learn they have, like all these excellent characters, like, oh, they're funny, and, like, they're mm-hmm. compassionate, and all this other stuff. Right. And the sex don't get better. Now you're in a relationship with bad sex. Right. So, then, I mean, like, now you're cheating. And now you're cheating. <laughs> yeah, now you're poly, and she's <laughs> monogamous. Right, 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 right. So, I mean, it's just, I think that, you know, it's dependent you just on have to, what works yeah. for you. Because right. I'm like, there are people who have sex, like, day one, within the first hour, and, like, get married, and there are people who wait six months to have sex, and it's like, he leaves... Right, the next day. So, right. Or she leaves the next day or whatever. Yeah. So, Tayo, so. let me ask you this. Do you, as a man, mm-hmm. if a, a girl that you're dating has sex with you early on yeah. versus waiting, mm-hmm. do you look at her differently? That's a great question. Um, I think... It depends. It really depends. It really depends on how much you like her. If you really like her, I'm telling you what how this is how men are. I don't know why, but this is how this it is. Works. If you really like her, you have you might think like, damn, I got that kind of easy, but you won't let it bother you. But if you're not too sure about her, you're probably gonna be like, oh shit, yeah. she gave it up like easy. that, like you know, that was a little too easy, and that and that's just how it is. It really depends on not to say that you would just cut her off because of that, but. It's like here's the thing. This is let me let me tell you how women, how men look at it. Men look at women as seeing their their um, you know their goodies as like a prized possession. So they look at women as seeing it as like guarding it at all costs, even though all women are not necessarily like that. But that's what men perceive women to be. So it's like you gave it up that easy to me. It's like damn, do you really even value yourself? Or maybe I just like you that much. Like, why? And that's what it, and, and, and a lot of times that's what it is. Niggas don't even give themselves enough credit. But I'm saying what what men think about. That's what that's what's going through their mind. Like, damn, she just gave it up. Who else is she giving it up this easy to? Because you don't, you don't Other know. that I like this much. Exactly. <laughs> but at the same time, that's you. But another girl, it could be the fact that she's just easy. But what makes you know her what easy? Saying? Because she wants to have, like... Men can want to have sex, and right. nobody. I'm not sitting here like, damn, this nigga fuck me in the first hour. Goddamn, he's right. he's. Let me move on to the next nigga. I'm never saying that. Right. So it's like it's not fair. I mean, I get the whole double standard. I will it's say not. this though, like, if a guy like is ready to like eat me out right away, <laughs> yeah. like I'm like, mm, he's he, he'll eat out anyone. Like, <laughs> I know, like, I will, like I think that I thought that I'm like I've been, been everywhere. Like, yeah. like I thought that because it's like damn, like. I've known you for 25 minutes. Right. Or if right. you yeah. have unprotected sex. Now so that is like, yeah. Online. Yeah. So, yeah, I so it. it's, it's, a, it's a certain per- perception that yeah. comes along with doing sexual activities really early, especially certain sexual activities really early, which I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing, but it, it definitely exists. And I think, especially for men, you're not going to, I mean, that's something that you'll tell your homies like, yo, she let me head already. You'd be like, damn, it's been two weeks. And you're like, yeah, bro, I'm surprised too. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think... But not all guys. And I think, in turn, sure. women tend... Even if they want to have sex early, they tend to push it... They tend to wait, wait because they, because like, they don't want to... give off that exactly. perception, and I hate that. Yeah, right. because it's like... I hate it, too. It's like, so I have to be horny for two weeks. <laughs> I, I'm a sexual being. I have, right. to, I have to be horny for two weeks I'm because this nigga right. might... Right, he I'm might home. think I'm easy. He right. might think... But it's like, 
If you don't keep like you don't know me, like just because I have like I meet you today and have sex, I've been celibate all year. You didn't know that, right? Mm -hmm. Like your perception is just like, oh well, she gave it up to me. It's like it shouldn't be like it doesn't mean that. And you're right, like men don't give themselves enough credit because I just like you, like, and I'm not allowed to like you. I'm not allowed to show affection for you because you, on the other hand, might think I'm easy. And then when I do, it's like okay. He's going to walk away and leave me after I have sex with him because he thinks I'm easy. So now I'm not in a relationship. I don't have, like, my friend. I don't have my right. partner. I don't have much. And yeah. it's, like, all because, like, I had sex. So it's, like, I think that's why women, too, mm-hmm. are not, like, in a position to, like, really express themselves sexually because it's, like, okay. Right. If I do this, I'm automatically judged. I'm going to be. Let me tell you this. Even me being a sex therapist, right, mm-hmm. that turns a lot of men off. Like, of course. I can imagine I'm not saying it. I'm not saying they're within their rights. I mean, they are within their rights, but I'm not saying it, it makes sense. But I can imagine that probably intimidates or turns off a lot of men. Mm-hmm. It does, but is it because they like, think that you know so much that they can't? Maybe. What do you think it is? I think it's because I talk about sex. Like I had a relationship in because his exact words were, "You talk about sex too much." Hmm. And mind you, this was probably one of the biggest like freaks I had ever met in my life. But it was just like, you talk about sex. And he wasn't comfortable with me being able to talk about other people. And I'm like, representation matters. And I think a lot of people will feel that way. And that's why we don't get what we need because people are feeling like this. And it's like, somebody has to do it. But it turns a lot of people off. And I feel like it's because, I don't know, like maybe people think I'm a whore, I'm a freak. I don't know, I talk about sex. But Mm -hmm. even though it's from a clinical standpoint, sometimes. Exactly. Right. But I mean, it turns a lot of people off. And I don't think it's fair to have that sort of label because you are in tune with your sexual, I mean, we are all sexual. Everything that we do right. is motivated by sex. Yes. Men make a whole bunch of money because they feel like they're going to get more women to have more sex. Yeah. Women wear clothes or like they do their makeup, they do their hair, they do all these things because men are going to hit on them and they're nope. going to have sex. No, that's not what y'all talk about. Y'all okay. be like, we do this for ourselves. I mean, yeah. I'm not doing this do for nobody else. No, it is for me. It's okay. for me to have sex. It's <laughs> for me. Like, it okay. is. But y'all try to act like the man is not even, the man is not even part of the equation you're at not, all. My vagina is, is all about me. But you're, but it's a nigga that's gonna stimulate it, right? Because you, you don't need it, you don't need it, or whatever. It doesn't okay. matter. You don't need. An animal. <laughs> I mean, you don't need to dress up. You don't need to dress up and do all that just to to play with your toy. You know what I mean? I mean, you don't. But it, it actually, no. I will take that back. I'm gonna argue with that because uh-huh. when you look, a certain, like I always encourage people, like first of all, masturbation is healthy. You need to do it. But it's like treat yourself the way that you want other people to treat you. Like right. dress up, like. Put on perfume, like smuggle, do your hair, do your makeup. Right, like take yourself on a date, like take yourself to dinner and like, you know, take yourself home. I just don't like, I don't, I don't like how y'all be trying to act like it had nothing to do with men. Niggas be straight up honest with you. Niggas go to the mall and buy fresh outfits <laughs> so girls can think they look good. And I feel like women do the same thing, they do. but they don't want to admit it. But wait, no. well, for example, we work out, you... Mm-hmm. I'm sure you do it for women, but you mostly do it for yourself. You know? I mean, but that's health. We're, we're, we're talking about more Sex so is like, health. No, I'm talking about more so like getting people to like me. Sex is a is a is a byproduct of getting somebody to, to like me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But there's other things too that come with that. But we're, as far as just like getting people to like me or notice me, like that's I mean, yes, it helps me like obviously both self esteem and stuff like that. But at the same time, it's still in part for that other person or for those other people to like you. Yes, and hopefully have sex with you. Maybe if you if, like them. Yes, if I deem them worthy. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I think some women do it for men. Some women, because I don't like when I wake up in the morning, I don't put on makeup because I'm like I 
for guys who are going to see me. Yeah. Right, I put right, on makeup because I, I like the way it makes me look. Yeah. yeah. I'm talking about specifically in the sense of like where you're about to go out to like a club or to an event and or something nice. like that. Well, I don't want to dress like a bum. You do it for yourself. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying you don't do it. I mm-hmm. understand that you do it for yourself, but there's also part of you that's doing it for, for other attention. guys. Or right. Attention from from but women try to make it seem like, oh, no. I don't worry about other these niggas. They man, I don't care how they would see me or that. Like, like surgery, on, like, but that, and then I feel like people do care, and you, if you don't, you should care how people. There's nothing else out here but other people mm-hmm. and their opinions mm-hmm. and their perception of you. Right. And depending on what you do for a living, that can make or break you. So right. you should care about what people think about you. So when people say, "I," oh, you know, they do. But right. you have to, and if you don't, then okay, right. That's something else. But, yeah, I think there's a fine line between that and letting that run like your life, because some people let what other people think or what other people's opinions like run their life and i don't think that it's healthy it's not healthy i'm not gonna argue with that because i don't think it's healthy i don't think you like yeah it shouldn't run your life but it should be considered and there are a lot of people who don't consider who feel like i'm gonna be out here i'm gonna do me i'm gonna do what i want to do and there's nothing wrong with that right but at the end of the day like you have to be concerned with other people's perception of you because presentation matters perception matters right and it's like it can make or break you at the end of the day i mean it's yeah Yeah. well i'm all down for having sex early on because <laughs> honestly like if the sex is bad i'm not gonna want to talk to you again so i'd rather know get it out the way like, um, yeah. sooner than later because yeah. then once i start liking you and then i hate bad sex and i'm like hmm. yeah like damn i gotta lose this nice guy because he sucks like mm. that shit's up wow okay so um, I want to kind of end on a, on a different note i know we talked about you know a lot about sex and relationships but you're not you're not a one-trick pony. So you also, like, deal with mental health and stuff. Yeah. Okay. So obviously, like we talked about a little bit earlier, like, especially in the black community, mental health is not something that's really taken very seriously or even considered at yeah. all. It's a big um, stigma on it. Exactly. So what is kind of, like, your, your experience with, you know, mental health and specifically in the black community? Like, do you have a lot of patients that come in or are black or most of your mental health patients, like, Caucasian, Asian, Hispanic, everybody. But I think, like, I think I do appeal to obviously like black millennial. Like, I think that that population is what's drawn to me, and it could be like a ton of different things. It could be my person. It could be whatever. But I think it's the way you market yourself. Yeah, and that's kind of how I I try to appeal because we are the ones that need it the most because representation is for everybody else but us, right? Like everybody else is represented already. Right. But I think also, like, black people, like, for me, for example, I grew up in a super religious household. Like, my mom is a pastor, mm-hmm. and mental health is the devil, and mm-hmm. you need to pray, and it will go, like, oh, that's, it right, that yeah. is, like, just, the de- like, no, absolutely that's not. That's very common. Right? It's super common. Black, super, black household. It's super common. So it's like, people feel like, okay, if something is wrong with me, like, I'm going to go to hell if I, like, if I talk about it. It's just all right. kind of, like, different things. And I think primarily it stems from, like, our religion. Right. Um, or at least that's been my experience with all of, like, my black, like, clients or whatever. But Do you think also uh, financial stats? Because I've heard, like, my mom say, like, depression is a, a rich man's disease. Like, only rich people have time to be depressed. Mm-hmm. Like, we have to get pay our bills. We don't have time to be Who sad and depressed. And yeah yeah we have time to be depressed and we are depressed and, and are. a lot of people think depression is like i can't get out of bed in the morning or like i can like i don't brush my teeth or i don't take showers or like and it does look like that i'm not gonna say it doesn't look like that there are a lot of people who are depressed and it literally like incapacitates them right right yeah so um 
But on the flip side of that, depression looks like getting up, going to work. You don't want to, but it look you have to yeah, do these right. things. Right. And there are high functioning like just people like they're have, like, like depressive people symptoms. who are like alcoholics and they literally just oh, sit around. Yeah, like you're this. functioning. And there are people who are functioning alcoholics. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. So it's the same thing. Yeah. It's the same. So I mean, what would be like for people who necessarily can't like afford actual like somebody like you, right? Or, you know, maybe, you know, they, they don't know where to go. Like, what would you be, what would you say would be some some things that they could do to, I guess, I don't know, like, because I have some ideas as well, but I wanted to hear from you some things they could do to, you know, keep track of their mental health and try to improve it as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you were saying something about that, too, like, when we talk about, like, resources and it being affordable mm-hmm. and things of that sort, right? So, for starters, there are a lot of, afford- now, therapy is not that affordable i will say that it's not super affordable because i know like for me my session started like 150 per session Mm -hmm. but i know that i am trying to appeal to a certain population and i am trying to get more of us like people will always say you can ask any therapist no therapist does it for the money because it ain't that much Mm -hmm. right Right, right. so um but there are so many different ways to bring people in like for example i'm on a sliding scale so i see people with all kind of household incomes and i work with you because my goal isn't so much to make money off of other people's problems, but to really make a difference and really get people, right, like, really, like, afford, like, awarding people the opportunity to, like, improve their, like, mental well-being. Because that shit, why did I say that shit? Sorry, I didn't mean to But, <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, so it really, like, it starts here, right? The way we think about things really impacts the way that we move and, like, navigate throughout our day, right? Right. And so I think that, well, for me, anyway, I'm offering sliding scale. And then there are so many other resources. Like, I know a lot of people don't know about, like, their, like, EAP programs, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there are therapists that you can, like, get from, like, your insurance. Or, like, if you work for a company that offers the EAP program. It's right. for, it's an employee assistance program. Okay. And they offer, like, therapy. They'll pay for, like, six sessions or something like that for free. So you can go there and it's confidential. Nobody's going to yeah. tell your employer, like, right, what you right, got to right, talk right, about right. and that sort That's of thing. Right? You want to shoot up the place. No, literally, there's a lot of, a lot of corporate, <laughs> no, corporate companies uh, offer that. I was actually talking to a girl yesterday and she was like, she didn't want to go for, to go to work for two weeks, and she just she said I just started acting crazy. And Wait, oh god! Yeah. But no, but let me finish. Let me okay. finish. She said she didn't want to go to work okay. for two weeks, so she just started acting crazy, and they put and she got into like she tapped into the EAP program. But she was like, she tapped into it because she didn't want to go to work, but it actually really helped oh, her. Yes. And she, there, like, her eyes were really open after those, you know, so the issues, eight that, sessions, so the issues yeah. that she had that she didn't even know she had. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing. So a lot of people who find out about their EAP programs are trying to get out of work. Right. Do not try to get your therapist in trouble by trying to get out of work. Yeah. Like, I get it. Something, we do need a break. And I think that also in the black community, right, we, like, we're like, we got to work 24-7. Like, right. we, like, if we're not grinding, we're not eating type of thing. And it's yeah. like, overworking yourself is really counterproductive. You yeah. will get nowhere overworking yourself, right? And so we do need a break. And so I think that, um, like, tacking into that, just asking your employer, you don't have to go to work acting crazy. You, 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 can just, <laughs> you can just find out, like, hey, like, because the employee assistance program, it offers, like, daycare. People don't know. It offers, like, child care. It's, it's so many different things in this program. Right. But therapy is one of them. And yeah. And it's not connected to the employer in any way. So, like, they'll give you what they'll do. They'll give you a list of therapists yep. in their network, and you find one that's, like, close to your house or whatever right. the case may be. You just pick one. You pick one who's, like, focused on the problems that you have. Just anything, right? Yep. It's, it's a long list of people. And you find it, and, um, I mean, they're going to take notes. Like, all therapists, like, keep notes, and then you just... But you get take advantage of your session. So, yep. And then there are so many other things. Like, I have a planner coming out. It's called Glow Up or Shut Up. It's like the ultimate girls guys, like, crushing your goals. Yeah. And so it's like a, it's almost like a 
CBT, like a cognitive behavioral therapy like workbook. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, it's not a replacement for therapy. I'll say that. It's literally not a replacement. You still need to go. But it's so many different exercises. I mean, you can find like these workbooks. You can find like all kind of exercises up on the internet. Right. But it's just things to kind of, and I know it's only for girls, but it's for guys. I mean, guys probably won't want to buy this planner, but like <laughs> the exercises benefit like everybody and it kind of yeah. just retrains like, it gives you an opportunity to like reframe your negative thoughts and kind of just shape because you can imagine the difference that it makes like the way that you talk to yourself the way that you talk of yourself like right. speak of yourself it really like sets the tone for like your day-to-day right and i think right. just being in a position to really like just reframe those negative thoughts and kind of turn some of that negativity into positivity right like you can like see a major shift so of course awesome yeah. I know one of the things that I do that definitely has helped me as far as mental health is meditation. Yeah. So I do um, 15 minutes of meditation. In the morning, I have this little song or music that I play from YouTube, and I just sit there and I literally try to clear my thoughts. And it's hard as hell, especially in the beginning, to actually try to like turn your thoughts off, especially at the way my brain works. Oh, yeah. Stop thinking. Yeah. Yeah. You're thinking thinking about like not thinking. You're thinking about not exactly. So, but as you continue to do it, it definitely helps. And I've noticed that the days I don't do it are like so, they're mm-hmm. still good days because I just try to always keep a positive attitude. But the yeah. days I do do it are like so, I'm so much like have more energy. You know, I'm thinking more positive throughout the day. Yeah. Like it's it's a huge difference. So if you can't necessarily like start therapy today, one of the main things I would suggest is some form of meditation. If yeah. you don't know what to do during school there's so many yeah. different types that you, you can could even like go to sleep with it at free. night like mm-hmm. put yeah. it in your ears yeah. and just lay positive down affirmation and things like that that's something that's i do thing. is positive yeah. affirmations i don't yeah. do it as often as i should but like yeah. your words are powerful so yeah. exactly the way you know, that you i am healthy yeah. i am less exactly exactly i am successful yeah, yeah. absolutely speaking into existence yeah i do facts facts well, I think I think that's a wrap. It Wait, because oh. I want you guys to open your gifts. Oh yes, yeah. so yes, we, yes, 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 yes. Oh wait, I'm like, okay. So pass me the bag because I don't know. I can't remember which one is which. Mm. But so let me take a peek. Okay. <laughs> I'm excited. Ooh, I'm excited. I haven't gotten a gift in a long time. Okay, this one is yours. Okay. And this one is for you. Thank you. Welcome. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Let's see yours, Diane. Yes. Sex crackers. Yes. Wait. <laughs> Open to reveal sexy surprises. Yeah. So when things get a little mundane and you want to... This is edibles? Are these no, edibles? Show crackers. it to the camera. Show it. Crackers. Yeah. So yeah, they're like I'm little thinking, I'm, thinking about, I'm thinking like Toll House. Oh! No, they're like little... I'm thinking like Toll House, goddamn. Um, yeah. Wow. Like, so you what pull the ends of them and they open to like little surprises on the inside. Like that is crazy. It's a surprise. You find out when you pop the cracker. Well, I'm never gonna find out. Oh, yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, guys, hey. Yeah. Any anybody wants to use this with me? Dial <laughs> Diamond. That's so funny. On Instagram. And there's a for him and for her. So you guys, things get a little boring. It's like you know. The red is for. I'm guessing the red is for her. I don't know. It says it. What's Yeah, the red is for her. Silver is for him. Yeah, and you guys just do whatever's on the inside. Hmm. Something new to do. So. Wow. Yeah. The benefits of being friends with a sex therapist. Because I would have never got this shit. I don't even. Tokyo Valentino, never been inside. Oh, I lied. I've been inside there once. Yeah. Starship. But this is nice. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I, I probably won't use this about 2023, but the way my sex life is going, but you know. It's okay. You always have it. I always have it. Yeah. It doesn't expire. Yeah, go ahead and open yours. <laughs> 
Or using like vibrators and stuff like that, like desensitizing. Yes. No. From a man being able to satisfy. Absolutely okay. not. Unless you find one who has no skill. And so I'll be using this tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know when I'll be using these, <laughs> ladies. I'm gonna light some candles. Listen, take yourself out first. Yeah, you know. Dinner. Ladies, uh, I you got this. You may send us naughty lists. So, if you're trying to see about me. <laughs> trying to eat some crackers. <laughs> Listen. But, yeah. Well, awesome. We so appreciate the so gifts, cute. for sure. These are lovely. Um, we appreciate you coming on. It was an awesome, great conversation. And um, hopefully, we'll have you back on the show at some point. Yes, sure. we can. Thank you guys for having me. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. All right, y'all. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Mixed Feelings. Um, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, Check us out on Spotify and Apple Music. Yeah. That's we'll a wrap. You. We'll see you next time. Peace. Peace. All right.